Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group. You can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. And I know, Art, Luke, a lot of conversations lately with your clients, with the community has been about the stock market and the impact on what it's going to do to our retirement picture. And, you know, some people have mentioned pulling more money out of equities. But what does history tell us about usually what happens during a bear market? So usually during a bear market, right, the market bottoms before you think it does. The market usually is forward looking. So if you have a bad market, a bear market cycle, right? Everything is doom and gloom. And then that's the bottom. So if you don't have your own indicators, if you don't look at the stock market, if you just watch, you know, CNBC markets in turmoil every evening, then you're never going to want to buy. So the hard part about the bear market is when do you buy back in and how much of the wave do you want to ride? So we started moving to cash in our portfolios in February, March timeframe. We moved most of the rest of it out in May so we're sitting very cautious right now that we believe the market still has more downside from here. With that being said, the market can always turn back, turn up the outlook of what the Federal Reserve is going to do. That's what we're focusing on because what interest rates are doing impacts the stock market, impacts the bond market. And the, the saying goes, don't fight the Fed. <laughs> yeah, because they have a lot of control with what they can do with interest rates. But what you're basically seeing now is, you know, the economy is now slowing down because we're starting to get the high gas prices are eating through, you know, discretionary dollars, discretionary spending. Anytime the market gets volatile, and this has been a long process. So we started in December, you know, where we're coming off our highs, January, February, now we're into July. We've had six months of a correction. So this is a real correction. This is a real pull back and it's pretty substantial. You can look at the NASDAQ and we're down about 30%. You look at the S&P 500, we're down about 20%. And you look at the Dow and we're down about 15%. So it's been a real correction across the board. But the big one, like Luke had said, is the bond market. If you look at the bond markets, we're down about 12%. So there has been no safe haven, no place to run other than non-correlated assets that don't move in the direction of the stock market or bond market. So it's been a weird period. Um, It's been an unusual period. But we don't want our clients to stomach the downturns like that. So we'll move into cash and things like that when it's necessary. 772-281-5223 to begin the conversation, set up that complimentary consultation with Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, and the team at the McPherson Financial Group. And Luke, I'm just starting to get the sense that inflation is here to stay. That These high gas prices that it seems to be, you know, current administrations blaming everybody but themselves on these high gas prices. I mean, they put out a tweet saying, hey, we need the oil companies to lower gas prices. I mean, it's just, it's getting incredibly frustrating. So are you building these plans now? Just saying, look, we're, we're stuck in this for a little while. So let's build that plan to just combat this inflation that's not going away anytime soon. We are because we don't think inflation is going to slow down unless we have a big recession. And that's the fear right now is the Federal Reserve. That's all they can really do is slow the economy down put us into a recession, and that could slow down inflation. But they don't want to do that, right? Because they don't want people to lose their jobs. They don't They don't want that to happen. So we feel that, you know, the inflation is going to be here a lot longer than expected. You know, if you remember when, when the Fed came out and said, oh, it's transitory. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's peaked. It's here for a little bit. They keep changing what they're saying, which is surprising because it's either they knew and they're not telling us, mm-hmm. 
or they have no clue. <laughs> I don't know which one's better, but um, neither. When, when you print, yeah. yeah. When you print four trillion dollars in two or three years, you're you're going to have inflation. There's no way around it. Yeah. And there, there's certain states now that are sending out checks to fight inflation. Is, is California doing that like, now? Come on, they're doing oh, that. Yep. And that was got this and in that this mess. Does, yes, and that just creates more inflation, unfortunately. So <sighs> when you go out printing money. You know, it's just like, it's not going to help. That's going to cause more of a problem. It's like, why don't you reduce the size of the government a little bit? Why don't you cut back? Like, if you look at Elon Musk and you look at Tesla, what are they doing? They're they're anticipating a slowdown, so they're making cuts now. The government would be probably in a lot better shape if they would anticipate and make cuts. But on top of what you were just asking, Luke, one of the things that the current administration has done very poorly, we had all this spending, so we knew some... Inflation would probably rear its ugly head. And then on top of that, the first week in office, what did Biden do? He signed uh, for about 25, 30 executive orders. And one of the big executive orders he signed was no drilling on government land, you know, stopped all the leases. So he added all these extra fuel costs on top of a slowing economy and all the inflation that was built up with all the printing presses. So the one thing he did not get accomplished, and I hope the elections in November continue to help that not happen, is at this same time, if it was up to him, he would have also had a rise in taxes right now. Mm-hmm. So you want to see a, an economy go into full-blown recession, that would have definitely happened. Uh, but thank goodness we don't have to deal with that yet. But the oil prices and the gas prices are here to stay because that was a policy decision. That is not inflation. That is just him not allowing us to drill and we're having to import now where we were the exporter. So that's, uh, that is a policy decision that could be easily fixed. You remember last year on the 4th of July, the white house Twitter account put some big graphic out the congratulations, America. You're saving 16 cents this year compared to last year on your 4th of July holiday plans. Well, this year, everything's up like 30, 40, 50%. Where's that tweet now? Here's a tip for you guys. on filling up a big vehicle. If you fill it up at Costco, the pump never shuts off. <laughs> if you go to Wawa, I think it stops at 100. I think 7-Eleven stops. But uh, I filled my truck up last week. And I just have an F-150, right? the six-cylinder. But I do have the bigger gas tank, $141. That's why you're only doing smoke bombs and not the big orders. <laughs> yes. Can't afford anything yes. else. Um, my tank of gas costs more than my fireworks this, <laughs> this year. For sure. Twice as much. <laughs> See, well, the sad thing, too, about fuel prices being high, everything moves in our country, you know, shipping by truck. And so you have high prices there. And then every plastic thing that we drink out of all of our bottles, things like that, that's a petroleum based product, all of our rubbers, petroleum's in everything. So it, it drives the prices up in all those type of products. So, and that is something we can kind of fix. Yeah. And it was funny. I was listening to one of the like one American news or Newsmax. I can't remember. And they had a clip of uh, Donald Trump. They always ask him, you know, are you going to run in 2024? And he kind of ignored that question. But they said, you know, how long do you think it would take you to be able to fix gas prices? And Trump being Trump, he goes. 30 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Here's the sad part. He could probably get it done in 30 minutes. Too. Oh, I know. That's that's my point. Uh, Quickly, as I can sign these papers. <laughs> yep. All the financial experts are uh, pulling out their crystal ball and they're trying to predict the likelihood of a recession. But I want you to hear this clip from Fed Vice Chair, former Fed Vice Chair, Alan Blinder. He tells CNBC that he believes that a recession won't happen until next year. A recession is pretty likely, probably not this year, probably fairly likely next year, I would think. I don't mean 89% probability, but, you know, maybe 50, 60% probability, but hopefully a mild one. You know, 
A recession is negative growth. If we have very slow positive growth, it will feel like a recession. I think if we get a relatively good outcome, it'll be that slow but positive growth. I feel like every week here on The Art of Money, we talk about is a recession coming? Is a recession coming? If it's going to happen, don't we just want it to happen to get it over with? I wouldn't go that far. I think you actually stumbled on your words like the former <laughs> Fed vice chair. He said probably more than likely sometimes <laughs> what if maybe maybe uh, could be so you know, do you trust the current fed or the former fed right? they're, <laughs> they're all they're all in cahoots together they're all overspending and that that's the problem with how things are positioned today is the fed is kind of separate from the government but they're not they print the money put it on the you know on the government's balance sheet so we we've heard a lot of experts out there who continually get it wrong and we don't try to predict when the recession's coming. I think technically it's here. We've had two two negative quarters of GDP, but you know, our stages of recession, right? The stock market falls, right? Then you have, you know, then you have unemployment start to rise. Well we haven't seen unemployment going up yet, right? There people aren't losing their jobs. And I, I hope they don't, but that's gonna be when we really feel a recession is when corporate earnings start to drop and when corporations start to, you know, lay off employees, where Art mentioned earlier, Elon Musk is trying to get ahead of the curve. And if we th- we know of anybody in the world of business today, Elon Musk seems to be ahead of the curve. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Whether it's a space race or making a flamethrower that the government says, no, you're not allowed to sell those. <laughs> That's what we need for the 4th of July. That's yeah, <laughs> Elon's flamethrower oh would have been perfect. But gosh. guess what? The DEA will show up at your door and say, no, Luke, you are not allowed to have that, even though you ordered it online from Elon. I lost my five fingers. I lost my forearm. <laughs> I got burnt up to my elbow. Yeah. Best for ever (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean literally a flamethrower that shoots like 50 feet of fire what could possibly go wrong (laughs) that's not the american dream i don't know what it is (laughs) oh i know exactly and the fact that we can create such a thing it's amazing but uh talking about the fed just like luke had said you know we've got two negative quarters of gdp now so our gdp has gone at the beginning of the year the fed forecasted a four percent growth rate well with the price of fuel going up anytime you start taking money out of people's pockets it's coming from somewhere and then what happened we started seeing a slowdown and then now we're at a revised gdp drop to 2.8 then now it's dropped to 1.6 for the year so we definitely have seen the gdp forecast slow dramatically and that's coming off of a gdp last year where we were at five and a half percent growth so we've gone from five and a half percent now down to 1.6 and that's happened pretty much in about three quarters So if you have a question how a possible recession could affect your bottom line, give the team a call. 772-281-5223. Always online at artofmoneyradio.com. That initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. For R. McPherson, Luke McCarty, to build that plan or take a look at your plan. Nothing wrong with getting a second opinion. So, Luke, let me ask you this. What can I do right now, aside from calling the McPherson Financial Group, what can I do right now to protect myself from a possible recession. When it comes to your assets and how you're invested, you need to be very careful that you're not fluctuating You know, every day with the markets. You can't have all your eggs in the stock market or all your eggs in the bond market. And you know, for you to protect yourself from recession, don't lose your job, Mark. <laughs> Cross your fingers. Show up on time, yeah. be a good employee. Right. Leave right. your flamethrower in the car. Right, Correct. Like, yeah. It's like the story of if, if you see a bear in the woods, you don't have to be the fastest person. You just, you know, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun the other people with you. Um, <laughs> but no, so you just have to have assets. And we've been repositioning our portfolios here. You know, we started buying into some more preferred stocks. 
um, farmland, you know, things things that are outside of your Apple, Google, Amazon. Um, you know, we're we're very concerned right now about consumer discretionary because the consumer is weaker, right? You know, the credit cards and credit of the consumers going up at a rapid pace. So people may not necessarily be spending less, but they're spending more than they can afford. And that's a red flag too. So just have different asset classes. And right now, you know, it's okay to be in cash. Just remember when it's time to buy, you're not going to want to. So you have to have a plan. You have to know when to buy. You have to have a, you know, these indicators we're looking at. This is what we see in the market, you know, similar to COVID of March, 2020, you know, we bought back into our client accounts, you know, the week of the bottom and we dollar cost averaged in the, the first few weeks of the bottom. Just to make sure we weren't wrong, because like, <laughs> right. I mean, you, you never know, you know, you're looking at all the indicators and it suggests that this should be the bottom, but you never truly know. So just to be extra cautious, we always do that. But yeah, Luke is exactly right. Every day you're turning on the news, you're seeing the negative, you know, reports and you're seeing the negative earnings and it's going to get much worse before it gets better because it's kind of a lagging indicator. So you're going to see more and more layoff reports. You're going to see more and more things, but all of a sudden the stock market will start recover because the stock market's already forecast that the stock market's already anticipated that. And then now it's starting to see this as a buying opportunity. So market's always trying to forecast six months to a year in advance and try to be ahead of that cycle. So that's why it's so hard to time the market. And that's why it's so hard to get it right. Um, if you're just trying to buy a low sell high and that's just, it's a very difficult thing to do, especially with all your emotions and involved because it's your life savings. Do you catch yourself doing that a lot too is, I mean, almost having to play therapist because people get so emotional because again, as you mentioned earlier, we're watching CNBC, Bloomberg, Fox Business. Headlines are very heavy right now. Do you have to talk people down a lot? Yes, there are times that Luke and I have to talk people down and just be like, hey, look, this is just a correction. This is part of what the market does. We have these highs and these lows and the market picks up. And, you know, we've had the conversation starting back at the beginning of the year. We said this is going to be a volatile half of the year. We expect things to be rough. We had no idea that you would have the inflation get out of control and things like that at the time, we knew it would pick up, but it just kept getting worse. We had no idea we'd be at $5 gas and and so forth. So, but uh, we knew things would get volatile and be bouncy, but you never know what can be that thing that kind of starts the sell-off. And this time it was all the things with Russia and Ukraine kicking off on top Mm -hmm. of all the other things. So it's always something different. It's never the same thing or everybody would be ready for it. Right. Um, But you know, about every five to seven years, we have a big event like this where we have a major Major long-term correction, the market goes through it, but then there becomes a buying opportunity. So if you don't have all your money invested right now and you have money on the sidelines or money that's not getting drawn down, all of a sudden this becomes a great opportunity for you. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not 
a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A174725. Today's show has been a work of art. 